I mean, I should always, I always say that's one thing I admire about West Indians. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anybody knows West Indians in New York, they'd be like, hello, good night. And this should be in the morning. <laughs> well, you know, if this morning, they'll tell you good morning. You know what I'm saying? But West Indians don't play the afternoon shit. They're like, hello, good night. Two, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, they saying hello, good night. You know, they some hard working. They some hard workers, man. West Indians, I, I admire West Indian people, man, because they be on some like, fuck that. Like, I know what it took for us to get here. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not taking that away. You know, they they don't play. It's like, we know what we had to do to get here and we are gonna do it right. You know, and salute to them. You know what I'm saying? It it it, it should be that way. You know what I'm saying? You know, West Indians have an ability that most people just don't realize that they have because they're they're extraordinary. You know what I'm saying? They know how to move, and I and I say this respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Because I like their worth ethics. You know what I'm saying? They got work ethics that's really like. You know, you could tell I'm American. I didn't even say that shit right, but you know, say they they have a they have a way about um you know grabbing work and their attention on how they do things, and I think it's dope. You know, so salute to everybody out there, anybody out there that's that's West Indians listening. Shout out to South LA God. What up, big bro? Salute. But what's what's more extraordinary about them is that they have this essence where they kind of feel like Americans are lazy. I know a lot of them feel that way. And I never understood that until somebody really broke it down to me. And it was a Haitian guy that actually broke it down. And he basically was breaking down the fact that with black folks, what we don't understand, we know what it we know what struggle is. Like we 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 know what a grind is. Like so we come here and y'all don't grind the way we grind. So I was like, well, I disagree. What do you mean by that? Well, they basically mean our their grind is like we came from the bottom, so we don't ever, ever want to go back there. So we appreciate anything. We appreciate having everything that you guys were born with, we're trying to get to. You know? And that's interesting, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it kind of puts me in the mode of really understanding, oh, wow, I forgot my charger. Hold on one second. Sorry to be ghetto. Sorry about that. I had to make sure that that you because listen, that charge is not here on that damn laptop. You can forget it. This live is toast. So I got nervous. I I went to my bag. I was like, oh my god. So it it, it basically has a lot to do with um our ethics. Now the reason is I'm telling people, well, shit. I mean. I don't think my parents wanted us to be at the bottom either, but our bottom is different than your bottom. You know, we had shoes, you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. Like there's things that people tend to think that we 
don't have because they just assume that we were born with a silver spoon in our mouth. So what do you know about struggle? Because they they know their level was, you know, our you know our family, me and my brothers had to share a pair of pants and a pair of underwear. Like they 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 came through a lot of rough beginnings, and I call it we call it humble beginnings, and it, it humbles us to see how this plays. You know what I mean? It's it's. It shows us basically as people how we should appreciate things and um, do that. But let me just give a first shout out to my man E3, man. Let me let me let, let me let y'all see this hoodie right here. Check out this logo, sick. Step the game up on that logo. Salute to you, big bro. This logo's sick. Um, you know what I'm saying? And it's a, it's a great thing that what it means, man. You know, the creator, the owner, the proper proprietor, um, all the above. You know what I'm saying? You know. All hustlers don't sell drugs, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's just basically what things. So this is kind of, you know, this is a salute to him, so to speak. You know, I was going to say he sponsored it, but <laughs> he did sponsor it in a sense. I mean, you know what I'm saying? This is a gift, and I appreciate that. So support my man. Go to E3 Live, E3 underscore live, I think, or something like that. But I, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll put it in the description before. So but salute to you, man. The hoodie's dope. Um, I didn't put the hat on. In this video, but I did my last video, but I just got my hair all twisted up. You know how that is, big bro. So salute to you. But anyway, um, you know, sometimes we don't really know what heroes are. Like in other words, a lot of West Indians and Africans, they tend to feel that we put the white man on a pedestal and what we see as a hero. And I'm like, well, you gotta remember, like, if you guys were raised if I was raised with parents in the United States of America and we were poor and you were raised in the West Indies with family, with mother and father there, your grind is going to be a lot different and your struggle is going to be a lot different than my struggle. We know that, you know what I'm saying? And, and at the end of the day, that, that that's not saying that we, we had it better than you, but poverty in the United States of America is not the same poverty we have in a different country. I think sometimes people just think that we just have it here. A struggle is a struggle. A grind is a grind. Poor is poor no matter what. But again, I always try to kind of break that because I don't want people to come here and think that, yo, you know, we we think we're better than you and et cetera, et cetera. It's a lot more to it than that. But I can see why their grind is different. If you If you came up and it was like poor, poor, like dirt poor, like no shoes and you guys had to drink water out of the river every day. Like, you know, we couldn't imagine that. You know what I'm saying? Like, our grind is usually poor when we're all suffering because the water's cut off today because they're doing a damn construction in the neighborhood or something to that effect. Or the water's dirty because they're doing construction. Like, you guys had to drink that. So, obviously, by the time you come to America, you're like, what? I'm never going back to the shit. And y'all usually, you know, reproduce in ways where, like, all right, now you're going to raise your kids with a different mentality. And you're going to do more. You're probably going to come here and don't even speak English, a lot of y'all. Not West Indians, but just generally. And you're going to even accomplish more because you know where you came from. That's important. I do agree with that. I, I think there is a slight disconnect with that. And I think that that's something we, we, we definitely need to address as people. I do get it. But I also want you to know that you get also, like, listen, at the end of the day, I was raised with both parents. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I know that's a rarity for any black man. You know, it's a rarity. You know what I'm saying? We, we It's a rarity for black people to have that 
privilege. It's a privilege. You know, if you grew up with your father and your father raised you as a male or a female, you know what I'm talking about. Um, a lot of the, the, the anger from our community comes a lot from people that are hurt. They are in pain and there's a lot of things. Salute to Bullets Gotti. Hold on, hold on. I got to give a shout out to my peoples here. Salute to Bullets Gotti. Bullets Gotti doing his shit. Y'all better go to Clubhouse, man. That's all I got to say. Salute to you. And I want to give my condolences, man. I seen that you lost somebody on there today, but it was like a triple threat today because it was other, other people that I knew personally on Instagram that lost people, man. But I don't want to put you in a, um, a dark place, man, because I've been there. So I'm just going to say, man, my condolences just to acknowledge that. And I want to share that, man. So salute to you, man. And peace and love and my condolences to you and your family. Um, so God, is definitely doing this thing, man. Support that, man. He's a good brother. He's a supportive brother. And he's actually a friend of, of mine and one of my comrades in the game. You know what I'm saying? Definitely highly respected. Um, shout out to Nervy Numbers. Salute to you, bro. So salute to Marcel. What up, big bro? So basically... There is a lot of um, a misconceptions of when I was growing up, I noticed that I had certain qualities and strength and I was like, whoa, you know, I don't want to be the kid with the silver spoon in my mouth because I went to school with a lot of people from the hood. So I didn't want to necessarily be a target. Like this has been like this since I was in uh, public school, middle school, high school. I never wanted to people to feel a less of a way about themselves because I knew at the end of the day I had a father and I had a mom's and I had sisters and you know what I mean? I had family where, and it wasn't dysfunctional. Now my father's side of the family, you know, shit was a little crazy over there. Mother's side was a little more calm, but that, that was the extent of my dysfunction. My dysfunctional, me not having a father coming home and my mother going out smoking crack and leaving. I, I went to school with kids that was under these circumstances. Um, I downplayed this for years and I talk about this a lot because as you can see, I talk about it more because it's kind of something that I want to share now because I feel as if like it didn't do any, it didn't do any good keeping it to myself. You know what I'm saying? When I created Ask Nathaniel, Ask Nathaniel was to strengthen the woman, empower the woman. And now I don't even give women advice. Not saying I won't give advice, but it's very hard for a woman to get advice from me right now because in most cases, I don't want to step on toes. And that toes may be, she's not, she probably not going to get the answers she really want to get. Those answers are going to probably be more enhanced for her to, I think you need to answer that yourself. Some things I just can't answer, some things I won't discuss. Pre-Ax Nathaniel, prior to 2013, I had a goal and nobody will <laughs> shit. I don't have a female friend that learned the fucking thing about it. Um, fast forward, things just started, you know, I started still doing what I was doing in the streets in New York. And then, you know, fast forward, COVID changed a lot of things. And I started noticing how I started changing my formula, kind of putting the formula in a different direction rather than trying to enhance the woman when they wasn't being enhanced or wasn't being inspired. You know what I'm saying? Like it's to the point now where I have a couple of things that I got coming up and I got to get to these women now, not because the, because I'm thirsty. I got to get to them now before they get a boyfriend and then the boyfriend's going to come in and going to fuck everything all up. So I've seen a lot of women go down and didn't accomplish 
or, or live life to its fullest extent because of the nigga that they was with. And that's one thing I don't ever, ever want to co-sign is, a, is of that. So what I've noticed now, lately, we, we have this addiction, right? So we have this addiction where we scroll through our phones all day and whether we listen to some shit on Instagram or Reels or, you know, TikTok, whatever, Facebook videos or YouTube, everything is just influenced, influenced, influenced. So it clearly doesn't let you embrace the things that you have because you're chasing everything that you don't have. And you know how that becomes a disaster. Um, But that, that was one of the things that I, I started noticing a lot of women were doing. So the woman I was catching at the beginning of this game, I was able to build them and p- put them in great directions. But the direction was working for them. They just didn't see it. Like I'm, I'm giving them active study. I'm they getting on camera skills. If I had to get on camera, I'm showing them how to work minds. I'm showing them how to pose if we were doing modeling. So I'm not going to take it all away. But now when I created the billionaire mindset, I just had to change my strategy a different way. So I'm giving the same impression, but in a different way without getting myself too involved and being overbearing, if that, if that makes sense. So I was talking to a brother today, and um, for the past few days, we've been going back about a few brothers, but this particular one is, we talked about, there's like these certain rappers that some, I'm starting to see that people are paying a lot of attention to in regards to social media. That may be Jim Jones, that may be Fabulous, that may be Cameron, um, Jay-Z doesn't have Instagram, but you know, you know, you know, Kanye, whatever Kanye is doing, going through shit with Kim K. And then you got young thug on a plane complaining about niggas as being racist. It, it, it's, it's an era where these leaders that are supposed to be leading the way, you know, like these are supposed to be people that are supposed to be, once you getting older, like I, right, so, you know, the 40 year old dude is doing that. So I guess we're going to be good when we get in our forties or the dude in his fifties is doing that. Jay-Z is 50 plus and he's doing that. So I guess we'll be good. Like everything we compare because we're constantly just looking at everybody else. So how they doing things. And the reality is that it's not really working the way you think it should. And I'm telling you, it's not working. Um, so me and a brother was talking and he was talking about a whole situation. He sent me a video about Cameron and Cameron was, you know, Cameron from the rapper, he used to be part of the Dipset, part of Biggie Smalls back in the day and shit, whatever, whatever. But here's a man that I feel that was a talented dude. He played a significant drug dealer in this movie years ago called Paid in Full. And I just feel that he lost a lot of his mojo. And a lot of his mojo comes from an emotion. It's an emotion that I've learned that is very common among men that grew up fatherless. And, and, I, and I have to say it as blunt as that, but I've noticed it's something that I've seen become an issue with a lot of men that are fatherless. Case in point, you know, Cameron is very easy to antagonize. He gets very angry and, and bitchy with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you you can be out in public and literally call Cameron a pussy and he's going to hear it and he's going to be affected by it and he may, he may lose his fucking mind because he almost believes it. And, 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 I, and I don't mean that in, a, in an indirect way. What I'm saying is, is that a lot of cats like this guy, I can identify because I've been identifying this same 
attitude or presentation from people that I went to school with. You know, it's like a dude that would make fun of a kid on Santa Claus. Oh, he believes in Santa Claus. Oh, you believe in Santa Claus. You're a fucking goofball. But meanwhile, the kid that was making fun of the kid that believed in Santa Claus, he didn't have a Santa Claus. You know what I'm saying? Because his mother and father never bought him shit because his father never even fucking claimed him as a son. You understand? So his his way to put him down was, let me put him down. So it's it's like sometimes you could try to be part of a bunch and then they'll put you down because they didn't have what you have. Cameron, I've seen a lot of situations that he let mostly let destroy his future, let destroy his his common knowledge of entertainment because you can tell he never had a father that told him not to be a pussy. You understand? Like you could tell this is a guy that to cry over a breakup, but to cry over somebody that you loved and you lost. Now, listen, Grant, I cried over a woman before, but I cried over her because I did something so wrong. I knew I fucked up so bad. I cried in agony because I just totally fucked and played myself. I spit in her face. She did something really wrong and did really crazy. She said some crazy shit. And I didn't hit her because I wasn't taught to hit a woman. So that wasn't even the first reaction, thank God, because dad taught me not to ever do that. But um, I did one time see my father <laughs> spit at a toll booth clerk years ago. And I think in the Chesa Chesa Chesapeake Bay and one of them highways and shit in them tunnels back in the day when I was a kid. And I never forgot that. And I knew that that was his thing. Like, you know, this is an era where I, I used to see this nigga flip and beat people up. But I knew the spit is stuck in my head. And I, I and, and, and I used that one time on an ex-girlfriend and it was the worst thing I've ever did to a human being. So when she was talking to my sister, I remember breaking down, like, yo, help me back with this. I didn't mean to do that. So I think with me, she was my first love as well, but my father taught me better than that. You know what I'm saying? So my crying came from a place where I just knew I should have never did that. I was just extremely wrong. But I did it. You know what I'm saying? And versus... You know, I tried to beat her up and I tried to kill her and I I, I was, you know, I, 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 I stalked her. Like, th there's certain behaviors that come from a place that you can tell who raised who. Now, this is not belittling the woman that raised men because only a woman could do but so much, you know what I'm saying? But I do know for myself, I know that that was something I've identified with because I remember one of my biggest things is, you know, my temper. So I kind of cry like, fuck, man, this is why I hate when I get angry because I always do some stupid shit. And I hated myself for doing that. I remember that very clearly. Back in like, this very, very long time ago, 94. But I never walked, you know, I've had girls cheat on me after that and had some terrible situation. I walked in with a chick with another nigga, you know, and I never thought to ever do anything to her. That never was, a, was a, even an option doing some mean things. Yeah, you get hurt, you want to get revenge, but I remember my pops telling me not to even put a porn on top of a girl. I remember the last thing I was going to do that was wrong, and he said, nah, man, that should have come back and haunt you. Don't do that. And then I didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was just that simple. Like, whatever he told me not to do, it was just like, yo, it was Scout's honor. And I didn't allow my emotions to take over me because I knew at the end of the day he told me not to do that. Not everybody had that ability. Moving along, Cameron um, shares a lot of the same things that a lot of these rappers do, and I feel that they they are not growing up. 
there's a, they're children. They're, they're showing us to be a 40-plus-year-old man or a 50-plus-year-old man or a 30-plus-year-old man. It's cool to still be dripped up with jewelry all in your neck with 17 different chains and being a man where meanwhile when I was in school the street code was exactly the same thing I just told you so like we if these are the people that's representing us as leaders we're fucked up we're screwed because number one Fabulous is a rapper that I admire right I, I admire him musically but I don't admire him as a person you know what I'm saying why because Number one, you know, there was a situation that took place that was confirmed. It's, it's in state, you know, in, in town documents that he punched his girl in his mouth and broke her jaw. Now, some people were like, well, that's not our business. It is our fucking business. You know what I'm saying? Because these entertainers in this social media world, we, we, we watch them. And if these men wasn't raised by fathers and they're putting a feminine way of handling something, to, to, if you if you hit a woman, in most cases, you you came from an abused past where you seen your father fucking your mother up, or he wasn't there at all. And this is how you handle your emotions because your mother was telling you how to be a man, and she couldn't. Be, and you know what I mean? It's like a woman flip on a nigga. You know she gonna get on some physical shit because that's how she's gonna express herself. But a man should never ever get to the point where he gotta beat a woman up. So anyway, fabulous beat his woman up. Was disrespectful to the father. The videos all on the internet went viral, and. I remember the day I said, yo, let me do the math. Did Fabulous have a father? And I remember I, I put, I punched in Fabulous has father, something like that in the Google search. And this song came up where he talked about he did father, his father wasn't in his life. And then I said, okay, that's why he did that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you being disrespectful to your wife's father telling him, suck my dick and all that, like, fuck you, nigga, I'm going to bury you. The wife is sitting there dealing with this abuse. You you beat her up. Your kids is looking out the door. But yet, when we see you on Instagram, you niggas are all dripped up with all these clothes and you got your kids and you acting like that shit is all gravy. But at the end of the day, nigga, you in pain. You can't fool me with that. Shout out to Percy, man. Salute to Percy. Shout out to Anthony. Thank you, man, for that super chat, man. Salute to you, big bro. I love you for that, man. I appreciate that. Um, bro, thank, thank you for this title. Keep saying rappers are not our leaders. They are entertainers. But we have made them our leaders. Music's powerful and it gets in your subconscious. But I'm going to tell you something, big bro. After I finish this information today, you're probably not going to even like me even more because I don't think we should be fucking with none of these niggas. These niggas is worthless. To us, to us as a society, to us as a gross, to us as a race, we are not evolving. When we're looking up to leaders because a nigga's wearing a certain drip and you go home and you like, damn, you know you don't got none of that shit. Why are you following this nigga? And this, what is this man teaching you to be, to be in competition because your niggas are getting older now and you're scared of turning 50 years old. So now you got to get on the internet and wear half a million dollars worth of clothes every fucking day. Like, what? what is the point? And you're not making any records. What is the point? You don't have any, like, there's nothing happening other than you and your wife and your kids showing whatever, and your wife got a new set of teeth. Respectfully, how are we looking at him as an impresario or a leader or even a, a role model for what? I've had women that tell me I love their relationship. I'm like, why? Oh, because it's picture perfect. 
You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's picture perfect, so then that's what it... Because obviously, how can he be a role model to you as a good marriage when these niggas are just taking flicks? You don't know what happens when that nigga go home and kicks his wife down the stairs or if they even fucking stay in the same room. So what I'm learning is now is that I'm trying to address this in the deepest way so by the end of this this podcast, you can really understand where I'm coming from. Moving along, we got Jim Jones and we got Jim Jones and Mano and all these guys. So the three of these guys are friends. They've been doing whatever they do. They're trying to make music together. And I'm noticing why do people really care? Like, what is it? What, what is it? I think, like, why, like, is it that these cats got good music? Because I don't really, I don't think Cameron got any good music out. I know he doesn't. I definitely know Fabulous. I definitely know Jim Jones. And in addition to Mano, none of them really got any like popping records that's on that 20, that 20 for 20, you know, on the radio every day that's spinning. Not to say it shouldn't matter, but that does play a significant role. If you're following Drake, Drake is current. He's making incredible music. And he's constantly, constantly evolving. These niggas now are just social media niggas. So we looking at them, what are we, what are we seeing? How are they inspiring us to do better just because they got drip? And for those who don't know the drip is your clothing and the way your shit is fit. Like what is, what is the point? I don't I don't see them even doing any public service announcements. You know. To, to add insult to injury, Fat Joe's, there's like 19 people that died in this fire. Well, 17, I think, to be exact. That died in this fire about a week ago in the Bronx. And, you know, Fat Joe put himself out there because he's from the Bronx. Even though every rapper I just named you lives in Jersey. None of these niggas live in New York. So Fat Joe lives in Jersey as well. So I'm like, I remember me saying, I said, watch, there's going to be a rapper from the Bronx that's going to run with this shit. And most thing that people always think of the Bronx, the first thing they think a Puerto Rican or Dominican person may have gotten died in the fires. But this fire was different. This was like a, a, a family of like 17 people because they all got buried at the mosque. All of them were buried like literally two days ago. And they buried all these bodies because, you know, they move quick with the Muslims. They don't play that. They put them in the dirt real, real fast. I don't like to say dirt disrespectfully, but they put them they put them under real quick. So now I'm like, OK, so is Fat Joe helping the black community now? Because these are a lot of Nigerians and Africans that died or he's just running with the fact because this is a great publicity to be like the liaison of the Bronx. So then I'm thinking like, well, hold on, bro. Like you didn't do nothing for your Spanish community like you you. You've been through situations where you call the nigga that you came up with, you call him a bum, and you told your mother if she deal with this bum, like, you know, uh, Cuban link. There's a lot of shit that these dudes do that become bitch shit. And I notice it only comes from dudes that don't have father. Like, I don't remember seeing a picture with Fat Joe with his father. I don't remember ever seeing a picture with Jim Jones. Jim Jones just talked about recently how his mother taught him how to tongue kiss. And now that it went viral, then everybody was saying, Later on, he says, oh, he was just joking. No, nigga, you, your mother was tongue-kissing you because forget the molestation part. She tongue-kissed tongue her She tongue kissed her son, Jim Jones, because with, your father didn't teach you how to kiss. So now you capo, you, you, you a leader, you a blood, a big homie and all the above, and that's all good, but what are the people... Hold on. 
I don't understand what the people are picking up from you as as a positive role model other than your status. It's, 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 it's to the point now where I feel it's redundant to, you know, the, the worst thing a black, the black community needs, that's male and female, is another fucking rapper. We don't need them. Stop looking at these niggas. Stop paying them attention. Stop fucking focusing on them. You're putting in all this. What are they doing back to your community? What can Fat Joe do? This nigga Fat Joe actually got up and was like, yeah, you know, I had some big friends and Jay-Z gave like an enormous amount of money towards this. And then he said he got a combination of a million dollars. So how much did Jay-Z give that you call it an enormous amount of money and you only got a million dollars. You said you had like four or five rappers help you out. That's not an enormous amount of money, nigga. An enormous amount of money is what Jeff Bezos gave to, to Vaughn when he gave to that dude fucking $100 million. I'm not saying they, they should have got 100 You got 19 families, bro, in a fire. What the fuck is a million dollars going to do? Like the insurance policies are bigger than that. One girl's suing fucking the building for a billion dollars. So why would you feel you have to run to a situation to save these people with a fire when these the building is fully insured? Why why sell that? Why sell the community that dream? Meanwhile, your home, your homies you came up with says you're a fraud. You're a complete fucking fraud. You talk all that positive terror squad shit, and the niggas you came up with, you don't even fuck with them. So whether it's Hispanic, whether it's white, whether it's predominantly black, what are we following these individuals for? Why does it fucking matter? I tell you why it matters, because we groupies. When you're a fucking groupie, you will follow somebody regardless because you're following them. You know, if you think about it, everybody I just named, you ain't even put no good music out. None of them. Again, I could understand if they were putting out current music and that'd be different. I could understand if you following Chris Brown. I get it. Chris Brown has a retarded library. The nigga puts out 300 songs in two years and then he, he comes back two years later. That's different. You know, his music alone as a fan, I could see that could make you feel better. It's about love music. As a rapper, these niggas is talking about nothing. These niggas are talking about the same shit that we were talking about since I was in high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing's changed. So I say this to say that whether it's, respectfully though, whether it's Mano, whether it's Fabulous, whether it's uh, Young Thug. Let me get on Young Thug right now. Oh my goodness. This nigga Young Thug just put this video out. Racist pilot kicks him off the plane. I'm listening. I'm watching the video. The pilot clearly ain't covering his face. He don't give a fuck what you're doing. He kicked your your rich ass off because you was a ghetto motherfucker. You tried to think you was going to get on his plane, not show him an ID because you had 20 Louis Vuitton bags, and they kicked your fucking dirty ass off the plane. You saying a nigga jealous? You, you, sh- you should listen to this video. Total foolishness. Let me tell you something. When you're a pilot, you have rules and regulations, heavy regulations, heavy. But when you are a pilot of a private jet, you're seeing billionaires that don't even don't even have fame. Do you understand the type of people that's sitting on this nigga's plane every fucking day? 
This nigga Young Thug had the audacity to think, this nigga hating, y'all. This nigga hating. Oh, yo, y'all need to. So you want you want this video to go viral so we could come save you, your rich ass. All you did was kiss niggas in the mouth, call niggas bay, and now you want to be on some gangster shit. And then like, oh, I guess the community can help, help me go viral, y'all, because this guy's being racist. Help me out because we can't get on this fucking $30,000 flight. Really? It's costing y'all niggas $30,000 to fly somewhere and you are basically going to tell me that I should be concerned about your rich ass fucking because this nigga kicked you off the plane so now you probably got to catch another flight elsewhere. You can't do shit about it and now you want this to go viral to what? To go sue the fucking police department? I mean, excuse me, the pilot department or the plane company that you think you're going to get money because of rape? This wasn't racist. You didn't respect the regulation, nigga. The nigga went ID. You you clearly made an excuse, dummy, and said, how was I supposed to show my ID if I got 20 bags in your hand? Number one, you're lying. You didn't have 20 bags in your fucking hand. What you probably was thinking, you thought this nigga was a rap fan, and that same shit you did, that ghetto fucking mentality, yeah, you got you a few million dollars, you probably got a hundred million dollars, but he didn't give a fuck. Because this nigga's clientele are billionaires. And they're billionaires that are richer, way richer than your fucking ass, and they respect them. It's like, it's like a director working with an actor, and the actor thinks, well, I'm fucking A plus, and but you're working for the director. The director has to tell you what the fuck to do. If you can't tell him what to do, and you feel you're gonna get off the movie set because you don't want to listen to the director, then nigga, don't come back here. Like, this is my house. What are we learning from that, young thug? What, we, do you think they do you think we should support you? Like most motherfuckers would never get the chance to even get near a damn jet like that. Do you know how much it costs to fly from New York to LA on a private jet? Some of them shits are like forty fucking thousand dollars for a flight you could do for first class for a thousand, two thousand dollars. So why should we be worried about you? Again, these these are our leaders. These niggas have impact on us. They have an impact on us that you could never imagine. Shout out to Lovey Dovey. You, 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 you have a, a situation with people that they have not evolved. These kids are big children. You know, and I could see that because I'm like, what kind of bitch ass shit is that, young thug? What kind of, how do you get on a man's plane and don't respect this nigga? Like, you're actually getting on his fucking $5 million plane. You think you're going to just talk and say what the fuck you want to say? Come on, B. Like, that's that's disrespectful. That nigga, I don't care if you're getting into a nigga's Uber. You can't be disrespectful and get into a nigga's Uber because you fucking made 30 platinum records. That's disrespectful. So now we following you and we take that same mentality, go off into the the, the, the end and go off on other individuals because young thug. So now you're going to have a whole bunch of niggas making videos because they didn't want to wear their mask on a plane because they seen young thug get this. That's what you're doing, bro. First of all, you should have never pressed record. You should have just said, you know what, big bro? My bad, man. I apologize. Have somebody fucking tape that. Be a fucking man. Apologize to the pilot. Say, man, I apologize. I was being a dick. Here's my ID. The end. What's the point? What's the problem? You know what it is? You know what you got to do? You know, I'm not saying these men are not dressing and living their lives. I'm saying... There got to be a better way. If your, situ- if your thing is showing niggas your watch and all that, I mean, how fucking old are you, man? 
I went to school with drug dealers. I remember being in high school and niggas showing me what was on their wrist. Niggas showing me how much we made last night selling this crack on the block. Niggas showing me they knew MCM coat, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, come on, man. We were children. We was in high school. I think people have the wrong interpretation of what an adult is supposed to do. I ain't telling you to wear a suit with a cane, nigga, and with a wheelchair to get on the plane or, or move around like that. I'm telling you, how do you act your age if you don't know how to act? How? How do you act your age if you don't know how to act? What are we doing? That's why I don't do conversations about rappers. You know, we are too obsessed with them. How the fuck this Fabulous, how many followers this Fabulous got? I think this nigga Fabulous got millions of followers. How does this nigga have all of these followers and he ain't making no good music? This I don't see, a, I'm not saying he ain't rapping at all, but niggas ain't making no, no hit records. They're not doing shit. So how how do we push this? Because you, the people, do this. This is why Kim Kardashian is so fucking famous. Because Dick Rod has made her famous. How is she an oppression to you? How is that? You got to think on every level possible. How do these people make your life better? So Fabulous got 9 million followers. 9 million that's just showing you how we dick riding. That is absolutely, how the fuck do you have 9 million? Nigga, this nigga just beat his wife up recently. Fucked her up, did a video, had his kids scared to death, taping a whole video, disrespecting her father. The nigga was totally a, 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 an emotional wreck. And then fucking, like I told you, broke her jaw. Come on, man, that shit is whack. 9 million for what? Do you know how powerful this nigga is? Just on the strength as far as promotional, he's still huge because y'all made him like that. Nobody unfollowed this nigga. That shit did nothing. And y'all totally just going to take, oh, they're a great couple. Why are they a great couple? Because they got drip on? Because of they drip? Girls act like niggas because girls act like niggas because they know niggas love niggas so they only following what y'all putting out if women would change women wouldn't be busting it wide open if niggas wasn't supporting that and we would tell a boo like yo boo fuck all that bullshit you doing what you stripping i'm good she'd be like oh baby i thought you would like that nah nah that's not my thing y'all niggas don't want to marry a stripper but yet you go you go to a club and support the stripper but she's making the money because y'all niggas is supporting her we are fucked up as black folks. We are fucking terrible. Where's the where's the leadership of a man such as let's just say fabulous? So I mean uh Jim Jones. So Jim Jones is with his woman. They not married. This nigga's in the street calling the shit lobby boys. Niggas is on the block hanging out, showing different sneakers. I mean, what you come on? Yo. Why would you want to do anything that a 21-year-old fucking little boy can do, man? How are we separating ourselves from the boys and the men and we are grown niggas? How are we doing? How are we doing that? 
Yeah, that's the G money. Yeah, they put. They don't need no fucking young thug. Get triple color lip, ugly motherfucker. Like that. Did you see the pilot? He didn't give a fuck. He told him, "I told you before you came on. Before you started recording, nigga, I told you." He wasn't backing down to nothing. At the end of the day, that fucking plane stood right there. Nobody was making that shit move. And if they did make it move, I didn't see the whole video. But the point of the matter is. Do you can can you imagine this man's clientele? What kind of class is that, bro? You think you just go you gonna do what you want to do because you think because you young thug? That nigga fucking grounded you, and your emotional bitch ass went right to the fucking little video phone like all these other suckers out here and started recording. That's some pussy shit. You know you was raised by your moms, and it's crazy. And that's the thing that people don't understand. Hold on, give me a minute. I'm at the stool. Hold, give me a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of something right now. I'll call you back in a few minutes. So the reality is this. I don't want to draw this out too much, but I just want to say, man, like, yo, we got to stop doing that shit, man. Stop fucking with these niggas. These niggas is corny. Like, we, 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 we're, we're, at, a, we're at a time right now where material drip is material nigga you put it in the fire it burns up and then you have somebody else make some more you know what i'm saying them cars the homes all that shit's material nigga can be burnt to shreds nigga and disintegrate right i mean not to say a body can't do that but at the end of the day our body is precious you understand what i'm saying you can't compare a body to your house you can't compare a human body a human life to your car you can't compare a motherfucking human life to drip that shit is corny you know, the fact that you got grown motherfuckers actually even, I'm, yo, I got to use the word drip because just for the simple facts, so y'all can understand what I'm talking about, but we shouldn't even be using a fucking word. Like, if that's what we're giving our culture, like, okay, I'm good when I turn 40, I'm good when I turn 50, I could, I could just look like this nigga. No, nigga, like, you look like a child. That's, that shit is insane, my nigga. Like, it is, like, it's, it's really insanely bad that we have not changed. We're not evolving. And that and that alone is, is, is showing you that we are at a position in our lives where why do we need these niggas to show us what's cool or not? Like, go if you want to, go listen to some old school hip-hop and you'll see what I'm talking about. Watch a video. You're going to be like, yo, this shit was 30 fucking 35 years ago. Like Nate said, this shit is old. Like, we were kids. What, what has changed? If you see a nigga posting a picture up every day, think of the level of how whack that must be. Let me show everybody what I'm wearing. Nine million followers? That's insane. Kim Kardashian proved to you, y'all are groupies. That's why you could get rich out here. All you can do, all you got to do, man, is just show some drip for a guy or a girl. Just got to show some fat ass and titties, and it's a wrap. She's on and popping. I don't fuck with these niggas, man. Earlier, my man, we was talking about a lot of different things about things. And I said, yo, hold on. We even named a regular bozo rapper out of New York that I used to actually like. This nigga's name is, um, what's his name? Vado. And Vado was a dope rapper from Harlem with Cameron. It's like none of these niggas had fathers. Anyway, Vado was on one of these reality shows and he chokes a bitch out. 
Joe Button's ex girlfriend, he chokes her. Oh, he chokes her. He, she says something. This nigga choked her. He's fucked now. I mean, I'm pretty sure they ain't giving that nigga no work on television ever again. But you should have seen him when they tried to control him and talk to him about it. Like he couldn't even get himself to bed. I said, yep, fatherless. And even if the father was there, you didn't learn a motherfucking thing from your pops, man. The fact that you literally choked a woman with all those cameras and lights on and you couldn't control your emotions, nigga, that is. That is a mode of a woman that was raised without a dad. Like, a woman would do that. I expect a woman to flip on a nigga coming out of his face to do all that before I would see a man. You understand what I'm saying? So, what I've learned is we are living in a, a, a time now where you can't have a conversation with a motherfucker without a nigga jumping on Jay-Z's dick, Kanye's dick. None of these niggas. This nigga Kanye was cruising around in a car in Chicago the other day talking about, yo... It's just fucked up. Now he want to come to the regular people. Kim won't let me, you know, see my daughter. Okay, now you're trying to fuck her brand up. She probably didn't want you to be there, nigga, because she knew you're a nut. But you still got the same problems we got out in the hood. So what are we learning from you, nigga? You, you, you didn't have a father either. What are we learning from Kanye? If you ain't learning to cut from Kanye how to make a billion dollars, then what's the point of fucking with him? Nigga's music is trash now. You know what I'm saying? The nigga's zany, going out of his mind. And he don't even know how to control himself. So what are we learning from him? What is the point? What is the point of these unofficial niggas? What's the point of these fucking rap, whack-ass dating coach niggas? What's that other fucking clown, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, AMS strategy or whatever his name is? What's the point? Are y'all niggas getting pussy listening to this nigga? Are you getting more woman? Are you getting a, are you and your wife doing better because y'all been listening to him? In most cases, no. I know you're not. Because if that's the case, you tell me why is there such an uprise in our community where we have such an abundant amount of black folks going to therapy? Why is it that little kids that's 18 years old coming out of high school want to leave, don't even want to go to college? These niggas want to go be a fucking Instagram rapper or or a future TikTok rapper or TikTok star. And that's cool that you have talent, but you could do the same shit in your fucking college dorm. You could still become a TikTok star by posting videos up in college prior to you doing your work in school. You know what I mean? Like, how do you just eliminate school and you're just going to go straight for that? That's where we're at now. Now now your kid is 21 years old, on drugs, and now they're going through depression. Now they got to see a counselor or a damn therapist. Come on now. It's, it's too much. I say people need to stop fucking with these niggas, man. Stop following these niggas. Stop following. When you see them pop up, listen, you can follow a whole bunch of things. And how about, oh, how about motivational speakers? Nate? Don't fuck with them niggas either. Don't fuck with them. Real estate brokers, they are not making your life any better what is the point of following a real estate broker what are you looking for a house no so what the fuck is the point of following them that doesn't make sense you don't see real estate commercials um really unless people are trying to buy a house people that make real estate commercials on television they are trying to have society they're trying to market so people could buy homes from them or Remax, whatever the company is. But what's the point if you got you a cute girl and she wants to sell a house? You know you want to fuck her. She know you want to fuck her. That's why she posted that. 
do things entertaining. I like ships. Look at cargo ships. They'll show you all types of accidents, all types of things that merchant seamen do. That's different. That's entertaining. That's inspiring. That's totally, totally, totally fucking neutral. Nothing wrong with that. But when you following these niggas and you see these niggas driving $350,000 convertibles with their sons and kids, you're going to be fucking mad. These kids is dripped out more than you ever will, and you, you paying attention to that. Some of y'all niggas press the like button. How the fuck do you press the like button to a total stranger that's never going to acknowledge you? You could tell these niggas happy birthday. They don't even write back to their fans and say, I appreciate everybody that sent a happy birthday shout out. That's why we fucked up in the head. We really truly believe that these rappers are role models and they're not. They're horrible fucking leaders. All these niggas do now, they do what the news does. At least the news is the news. They see news, they got to run there, they're pressed, they got to be at this place. Fire was over here, robbery was over here, let me be the first one on the scene. And they got licenses to do it, but why Why should a nigga, like whether it's Fat Joe or, or, or Cameron, why should these niggas be the liases for fucking uh, Harlem and the Bronx? For what? Because, yo, we came from nothing. Nigga, you don't want to have nothing to do with the fucking Bronx. Only when it's something that benefits you. 19 people died. The Muslim, them niggas got mad money. They buried the bodies. That's it. Like, the the end. So, we, we, them, them, those people are going to be good. You know how many, do you know how many people around the United States, around the world, around the country that knew about this fire? They'll be fine. We have all types of outlets to help out, but why is it that you got to get on the news and you being the man? None of these people was even Puerto Rican, Fat Joe. Did you know that? None of them. It's fucked up, man. Social media, you, you follow these girls, you follow these fat butt bitches. Try sending them a fucking comment. Put a comment up there. See what happens. Nothing. Nothing. 5,000 people, 9,000 likes. How? How do you even look at a picture where 9,000 motherfuckers actually clicked the button? They didn't just look. They clicked the button. So that means there's probably 50,000 people that have seen the photo. Do you understand what I'm saying? What is the point? It's not inspiring. That's depressing, niggas. It's depressing to look at a girl that you can't fuck. You watch porn. You look at a woman. Damn, look at that. Boom. You jerk off and you're going to feel like a total fucking loser. That's depressing. That'll put you into a deeper depression before the depression. Shout out to Tom Stanton, man. I appreciate that super chat. $30, man. I appreciate that, big bro. Thank you, man. Salute to you, man. Thank you very, very much, man. It's good to see you. Happy New Year to you, man. Thank you. Wow. Wow. That's support. That's support. Because I use... When when y'all donate money... It goes, you guys keep this running, not me. Everything that I purchased, everything were from subscribers, even this microphone. You bought this. These headphones, you bought this. You bought it. My man, you know, look at this. My man, this is my man's clothing line, but you know what I mean? You bought this. You bought all this, this backdrop, this everything here, the, the software. You bought this. So I'm letting you know what I'm acknowledging that you guys, you guys, the things that you give is being appreciated. How do these people give you anything when you're giving them likes? Most of the motherfuckers that post up them things and them photos or have low self-esteem. Trust me, I know a celebrity chick and her mother, both of them. Y'all know them too. I know this family well. Twisted. 
all fucked up. Go to our page right now. You'd be like, Nate, they, Nate's hating. You would think I'm hating, nigga, because you know why? You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. People's adrenaline, these celebrities, you are their adrenaline. They don't tell you that. If you guys stop clicking on them pictures, they'll fucking jump off a damn cliff. Because you are the reason why they post. They need to, they need that validation every day. You think they don't look and see how many pictures they posted and feel good about it? Think about it. You think their lives are great? It's not. This shit is all a fucking fraud. And y'all support it. Black people, we need to realize, like, we don't need another rapper in the fucking hood. You know how many rappers is in jail, these stupid motherfuckers? The niggas is dumb. Y'all niggas got to start following more positive people. Most of these niggas are broken men that don't have a daddy, I'm telling you. And niggas don't have a daddy, they're emotional and dangerous. You fight a nigga, you got two niggas. You got one nigga that was raised by his father, the other nigga didn't have his father in his life at all. Who you think's going to fucking kill you? The nigga that didn't have a father. Who, the t- who taught him to be a man and walk away? Who taught him to be a man and leave some shit alone? Just before I got here, I'm outside my little, my little bodega store. Where I'm parked, no other car could really fit in there. But whatever, this one dude pulls up aggressively and then pulls right to my fucking bumper. The nigga get out and the nigga looked in the car, but as he looked, he couldn't really see too much because it's tinted and I'm in the car. But I said, you know what? This is how niggas die. I was talking to my man on the phone at the time. This is how motherfuckers die. When you come out the car, black man, never look in the car with a nigga like that. I could have had a I could have had a joint on me. I could have had the hammer on me and went right in the store to the store, nigga, and killed you. You can't give a nigga a look and then go in the store like you were fucking... You would have been better off doing that look when you got in the car before you drove off. You can't look at me. These are fatherless motherfuckers. I can tell. I can tell. See, what I did, I used my brain because I could hear my pops tell me, let that motherfucker go. Fuck him. You know what you could do. I said, I'm on the phone. I said, I'm going to let this nigga go in the store and come back out because I know if I go in, then we're going to have a problem. Because then they got to see he's tough. He see how big I am now. Now he got to play tough, have a little... He was working. He had like an ID on his neck. But whatever. The point of the matter is, this is our mentality. This nigga probably was listening to something. You know his fucking... You know his damn playlist. Got to have some trap music or some drill on there. Or maybe, maybe even some fucking um, gangster hip-hop. Whatever from back in the 90s. Whatever it is, you know one way or another, another he fucks with the niggas I fuck with. The difference with him is it's an emotion. So all he know is violence. Nigga ain't going to fight me. Average nigga ain't going to fight. Niggas don't fight, they could fight. That emotion is, I'll kill a nigga. Now, if I had been a white man, he looked in the car, fuck it. Black nigga, yeah, see if this nigga say something. Yeah, and that's how we're tuned to think. That's why I don't fuck with us. When I tell you I don't fuck with the youth, that's what I mean. I don't fuck with them. Shout out to Rota Tate. What up, big bro? Salute to Rota Tate, man. Good seeing you, bro. Happy, happy New Year. Can't fuck with these niggas, man. You know, like, today something happened that was real crazy. Let me share this story with y'all, man, how fucking twisted this world is. So I put up my little anti-vaxxer comment. Excuse me, about anti-vaxxers. When I say anti-vaxxing, I don't throw niggas under the, the, the bus because you were anti-vax. If you're anti-vax, you ain't that's your business. But I say have a plan. Anti-vaxxers have a different energy. I don't know what it is. Not, I know what it is, but... 
if I'm if I'm pro-vax and you anti-vax, then hey, fuck it. You know, if I'm straight and you gay, then you on that side of the fence. Don't be a gay nigga and be like, yeah, fuck y'all, y'all don't approve us. No, we're cool. You're gay, I'm not, and it is what it is. You like sucking dick, I like sucking pussy. No problem. Don't put me down because I like pussy. So this anti-vaxxer, I made my comment, had nothing to do with this nigga. I, I got niggas on Instagram coming to my channel straight up trying to troll me. Now that's worse because Think of the mindset of the nigga. If you're on YouTube and you troll me, I can't find you. I can only block you. That's all they give us this ability to do. The dude, the Spanish dude, let me tell you what this nigga said. You gotta, I gotta read this shit. <laughs> this is why I tell y'all, man, niggas got, really, this shit got bad. Now, you know me. You know how I fucking go over the end with somebody and say something crazy. And, you know, we, we, we make a joke out of it and we do what we do. This guy, apparently, I, I don't know. I can't say he doesn't know me because apparently he does know to come to the channel. Maybe he's on YouTube and he's following me or whatever, whatever. So this dude says to me, Orlando Gerardo. Now, I want you all to take this name down because this motherfucker, see, this is what happens. I don't have my government name up here, especially on Instagram. You know what I mean? This nigga got his real first and last name. Now, look it up. Orlando Gerardo, J-U-R-A-D-O. The Orlando Gerardo. Go to his fucking page. You think I'm bullshitting. So the nigga says, how do you know about the future variants? Get, get, I get the power of all numbers for the upcoming week. So he's basically, you know, he had a typo, but he's saying, can he get the number of powers, you know, for fucking uh, the lottery? Then he says, thanks. So I said, um... What did I say? I said, listen, just now he's a real estate dude. So, you know, I said, just go across the border and go sell a house over there, nigga. Like, and I meant that. Like, why be here? Why be here in America? You trying to sell houses. You fuck with flipping New Jersey. I see people that know you. I know a nigga that knows you. You got your real first and last name and you you trolling a nigga. You know how dangerous that is? So whatever. Now, this, this. This would, I wouldn't consider this racist because I talk shit to niggas all the time over here. You know, at least what I said to him because he's a Spanish nigga, right? So the nigga goes, um, oh, I hit a nerve, huh? Roll back to Africa. And I said, okay, so let's, let's, now he probably thought I was going to be like, suck my dick, bigot motherfucker. No, I'm actually like, yo, this nigga's bold. Like, you, you're a real estate agent. And I, I'm, I'm assuming he's in New Jersey. I assume he's in New Jersey. I don't know what state he's in, but I'm working on that right now because the person that I know, we don't know where the license is. You know what I'm saying? I know where he sells houses. You can sell houses throughout the United States, but I don't know where he's licensed at. So then he goes, I said, wow. Now I realized that the nigga's part of the SAG Screen Actors Guild Astra. They don't go for this, especially for the low-level actor. They wouldn't go for it for fucking The Rock. If The Rock had said this to me, SAG would be on this nigga's ass. Because that's because the nigga went there, right? I said, SAG is going to love this. Thank you, Orlando Gerardo. And he says, and I said, what's even better, the real estate commission is going to love this. Thank you for sharing this, you know, the snapshot. We actually know the same people. Got a confirmation. I appreciate your honesty. He knew he fucked up. He erased all of the fucking replies. I just realized that. 
Oh shit. <laughs> so anyway, I snapshotted the replies. I snapshotted the replies. Fuck him. So he's like, well, you said what you said first. First and foremost, Orlando, I just looked up a video. This nigga was in the fuck. Now listen to this thing about the anti-vaxxer. And this is why people say you think you know. Well, if if this is not a kick in the ass, I don't know what it is. You know this nigga got a video literally that he did. Go to his page. The nigga did a video of him having COVID. He's in the hospital. In the hospital saying COVID is no joke. I'm in the hospital. Big old fat sloppy motherfucker. Basically, the nigga was fucked up. Thank God. I never had COVID. Thank God. This nigga was in the... All this shit is on his Instagram. You put all this information on social media, nigga. You, your first and last real name. You could Google the nigga shit is there. You part of the Screen Actors Guild talking racist shit. I can say what the fuck I want, nigga. I'm not part of your plan. And on top of the fact, you're going to tell me, well, you said, nigga, fuck what I said. You came to me. Nobody said Orlando, you fucking anti-vaxxer piece of shit. You came to me, nigga. This is the pussy shit I'm talking about. Did your father teach you that, bro? You fucking pussy. Now you deleted the... I, thank God I snapshotted it. You deleted all the messages now that you said because you know you fucked up. You know I'm going to ruin you, nigga. You're fucking ruined. You racist piece of shit. How the fuck you going to be a Hispanic saying that? You, you just as much as a nigga as me. You would have been better off just getting on the topic of what you started because you felt. You, if you anti-vaccine, you was already fucked up. You got three videos showing you was on COVID. On your Instagram, you posted that. What would make you post that? What would make you go to the internet and post that you had COVID? Now on top of it, you forgot. So all of a sudden, you beat COVID and now you want to talk shit to a nigga. And I'm doing my thing, mine and my fucking business. I don't even know you. But you coming to my page, you actually had to go to my page and say, let's go to the comment part and stop typing. See the pussy shit I'm talking about? This is why I hate pussy niggas. This is what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, what would make you do that? Then you're going to try to blame me and say, well, you, you, you said, look at your earlier comment. It doesn't matter what my earlier comment, nigga. You had the earliest comment, nigga. You reached out to me, you fucking pussy. You reached out to me, bro. What is wrong with this world? Y'all niggas got your panties in a bunch. Yo, go get some pussy, nigga. Stop paying me attention. If you don't get this shot, that's your fucking business. Why should it be an issue? But I'm telling you from my past video and my comments that stop talking about that shit. Nobody gives a fuck. Do what you do. Do what works for you. Stop pushing that shit onto everybody. Insane. I could never imagine. This just happened. This happened literally an hour. How old is this video? An hour ago. Go to this motherfucker's page. Big old fat motherfucker. He got the audacity to be posting all of these motivational speakers and reposting. That shit don't mean nothing. Listen to me. I'm going to tell y'all something. If you are, you're looking at 15,000 motivational speakers, you think that's going to motivate your life? I'm going to show you. It's going to... It's going to fucking disappear the minute you stop watching the video. It means nothing, nigga. Have faith. Have faith. That's all you need. Faith. Faith. 
I'm talking about faith with God. You want to put your faith into fucking Jay-Z? You want to put your faith in a Cameron? You want to put your faith into some fucking stripper, bitch? That's, you get exactly what you get, nigga. You put your faith into God and see what happens with your life versus you putting your life, your fucking faith into a whole bunch of motivational speakers. I wouldn't even want a nigga to put the faith into me, nigga. I'm not God. I'm just as opinionated as anybody else. But you have the audacity to call, tell somebody to go back to Africa. That's all you could come out with. You thought I was going, you thought I was really going to get mad and hell, oh, fuck you niggas suck my dick, come saying to my face. Yeah. Um, if my if my pops wasn't there and raised me the way he did, didn't raise me the way he did, I probably would have fucking put a bullet in your fucking head. I would allow them emotions to go in that direction. Like most of the niggas that do. I would because you would have you touched a nerve, motherfucker. I touched a nerve when I told you that. Don't come in here to a fucking America, nigga. Go across the fucking border to sell houses, nigga. Don't come up in here with that bullshit. Cause you antagonizing me. I don't even know you, bro. You went to my personal, to my Instagram to actually what, what was next? You gonna leave a voicemail on there? You gonna try to video call me? That's a little creepy. I didn't put my, if, 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 if I put myself out there for comment, put, put thumbs down, disagree. Niggas is on there doing that. I ain't got nothing to say about that. But what I do have a problem with is, is that if all you could come back is go back to Africa, be careful with that, nigga. You're part of a Screen Actors Guild union, Astra. That's huge. On top of the fact you're a real estate broker, you got to sell houses. 90%, you probably sold that shit to some black clients. I can fucking ruin you. You said it. I didn't. So now you were, now you now you fucking deleted the other comments. You should. I guess you know you didn't want to delete that because you're going to show guilt. But you deleted the other comments because you know I took it. This is what I'm talking about. So imagine this guy. I'm pretty sure he follows Jay Z. He does. He got like four Jay Z videos on there. I'm pretty sure he follows like 15 different damn um, motivational speakers. What does that mean? It means nothing. You just had a video of you in the hospital and you said, not my, out your mouth, COVID is no joke. So if COVID is no fucking joke and you was in the hospital, did you forget that, bro? What is happening to this world, man? Who are we following? We following losers. Shout out to Obi-Wan Stead. What's good, Nate? Thanks for everyone to keep me entertained for eight hours on the airport. Oh, no doubt. Podcast on Spotify. Good looking. Salute, salute. This is my man right here. He supports my Spotify shit. Salute, salute. I appreciate that. <laughs> and thanks you, thank God you're back home safe too. So it's terrible. Shout out to Percy, man. Bro, Jay-Z can wear a thrift store tomorrow. Every thrift store will be packed this weekend because everybody's on his dick. Nas said the most famous words. Nas told y'all this shit. And Nas ended up being Jay-Z's closest friend. Do the fucking knowledge, my nigga. Listen to what what was the what. What was the key word that Nas said to Jay-Z in the year 2G? What fucking was the key phrase? Fuck Jay-Z. That's what he said. He became his right-hand man because he knew Nas is the only nigga, not only to have the balls to tell him that, he was right. Because y'all, he told y'all that 21, almost 22 fucking years ago. Y'all still ain't learned. Y'all still got this nigga's dick in your mouth and you're not building nothing in your life. Now, respectfully, Jay-Z is doing what he did and it worked for him, but get off of his dick. Why, why is it that people feel Jay-Z is my inspiration? I don't know anybody that blew up because of Jay-Z. No one. I don't know one soul, even souls that I knew that made it, they wasn't inspired by him. 
Jay-Z could have been inspired by a nigga on the block y'all never would know. But y'all have to have Dave Jay-Z's dick in your mouth. Nas said it himself. Y'all give niggas too much of credit. Fuck these people, man. They don't give a fuck about you. Fuck them. Fuck them all. Kim Kardashian ain't no different than any slut that posted a fucking video of her getting fucked by a nigga, and now she got another nigga, and she got a couple babies from a billionaire. Okay, the difference what he, her is, she's rich and you're not. That's it. She ain't no different. She's fake. She's fake. Her baby's father's crazy. Same hood shit. It's no different. You know what I'm saying? She got a white trash dude from Staten Island. Baby's father moved across the street with the husband still. You know what I'm saying? They got drama. It's, why are we in these people's business this way? Why do we give a fuck about young thug on the plane because he got rich boy problems? These niggas got rich problems. Fuck them. They're not doing nothing for us. When one of our family members catch a disease, Jay-Z can't do shit. When one of our family members gets sick, he can't do shit. He can't do a fucking thing. All y'all seeing, y'all getting led by niggas that was raised by their mamas. They got no male. What, how can a nigga tell you to be a man? And a man didn't even teach him how to be a man. We don't got to be like Jay-Z. We don't got to be like Nas. We don't got to be like Jim Jones. We don't got to be like Fabulous. We don't got to be like none of these niggas. Let these niggas do what they do. Fuck them. They ain't making no new music, so why even bother? What's the point? That's why niggas are having a hard time in the streets meeting women. Because all these women, I want a nigga like Jay-Z. I want a wife. I want a husband like Fabulous. Really? Oh, I want to go to this restaurant because so-and-so been. I'm, we're not go, I don't go to restaurants, baby. Oh, really? You a cheap nigga. Yeah, I'm a cheap nigga. You can call me all the fucking names you want, but I'll tell you this much. You won't be going to no fucking restaurant with me. You understand what I'm saying? What are we doing? The difference with me and Jay-Z, the difference is this nigga is more popular and famous than me. That's the fucking difference. Y'all gonna believe what he says more than me. You understand what I'm saying? This nigga wouldn't have went to Jay-Z if he was an anti-value. He would have jumped on his dick. But Jay-Z is entertaining. He can't show, he can't show his opinion. See, that's another thing about these celebrities. When they get to a certain level, they can't even show the world their opinion because there's so many hating motherfuckers. Niggas will bitchly unfollow that nigga. He could lose fans over that just for his choice. So you got to keep his choices low because you entertainers are so sensitive. I mean, you, you fans are so sensitive. It's terrible. It's fucking horrible. King said, who said they're leaders? Oh, boy, I'm not going to even respond to that. Oh, boy. Anyway. Yeah, Anthony McGlashan. Big bro, what up, man? When you going to finish that web series? I'm working on that. I'm working on that actually the end of this month. Like, we're about to go back in production on this. So, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to DJ Wu. Thank you, man. Get them likes up, people, please. Jaren said, what's good, Nate? I title I agree, including that it has to do with the class, too, not just to appear to rappers, industry people. Industry, period. Hollywood, too much of them end up selling the music. I'm living. Listen, let me tell you something, man. It's a dub. That shit is dead. You don't listen. Listen, embrace the things that you have in your life. Stop chasing the shit. Stop chasing the shit you don't have. That's why we so fucked up. 
You keep looking at these niggas, what they got. It's, it's affecting you. You don't realize it, but it is. It's affecting you. Nine million followers for Fabulous. That is absurd. Let me look at Kim Kardashian. What, what does Kim Kardashian do? What does she do as far as the talent? Does she, if she goes to a concert, what does Kim Kardashian fucking do? Please, somebody share this. I, I want. I want to. I want to. Okay, Fabulous got nine million followers. Kim Kardashian got to have like two hundred million. We'll find out right now. Two hundred and eighty million followers, right? That's what Kim Kardashian has. Beyonce has two hundred and thirty million followers. You heard what I just said. Beyonce has two hundred and thirty million million. Followers on Instagram, Beyonce, performer, dancer, talented, motherfucker, gorgeous, been in the game longer than Kim Kardashian, all the above. Kim Kardashian has more fucking followers than fucking Beyonce. Do you know what the advertisers, do you know on an advertising level that Kim Kardashian is more powerful than fucking Beyonce? Just from that, because all of, that's all they're going to look at. They're going to look at these fucking subscribers and say, Oh, fuck that. If Kim Kardashian could say my name, I'm set. That's how they're going to look at it. Kim Kardashian does. What is her talent? Seriously. What does she know? Oh, she can. What is her talent? What is she known? Her talent is that she is a professional fucking persuader. She persuaded you and you followed her. There's no reason why Beyonce should have less subscribe less followers than she does that's crazy that is that is disturbing i just didn't i, I just and i kind of knew that not that i knew knew but i knew it you know what i'm saying look at that that's terrible 280 million followers 280 million people give a fuck <clears throat> this bitch posted a picture the other day Angled at 2 million likes, 2.4 million likes three hours ago. Three hours ago. Two, not three days ago, nigga. 2,486,239 likes. It's true because I just clicked it and it went from 39 to 40. Three hours ago. She posted a picture like a chicken, typical chicken head bitch, knowing that this nigga Kanye's fucked up in the head. Now she's going to show herself on the beach now that we did the birthday for the daughter. That's influencing you. You're, it's influencing you as an adult, as a grown folk, whatever you want to see, it's influencing you because you're going to be like, well, that bitch did it, so fuck it, it makes it right. I'm going to do the same thing to my baby's father. Fuck his crazy ass. Kim K did the same shit. There's motherfuckers that really do that. I'm going to live my life. Kim K is on the beach. I need to take a vacation and take a picture. You know how many girls are going to steal that angle? That same angle? You know the angle where she crosses her legs because you don't see them little chicken legs and the chicken thighs because the, the ass is so big it doesn't match. This is what I'm saying. This is this is the problem. Shout out to Ricky Webster, man. Thank you, said Nate2024. Thank you to Ricky Webster. Salute to Ricky, man. What up, big bro? Thank you for that super chat, big bro. It's terrible. These celebrities are rich because y'all niggas are dick riders. They most of these motherfuckers ain't giving you nothing for your money. Ain't giving you shit. What the fuck is Fat Joe? Fat Joe played himself and said, "Oh yeah, we raised the whole boy. Why can't you give a million dollars, nigga? 
You rich enough? All that drip you be posting, you couldn't have just, you couldn't have went in the bank and grabbed one million out of that twenty million and gave that shit to the Bronx victims. You had to go say Jay Z made a big donation. Why do you feel you gotta let that? What, what is a big donation? If Jay Z gave five hundred thousand of that million dollars, nigga, that's not a big donation. That's nothing. Big donation comes from big hearts. Big donations come from billionaires, nigga. Not you millionaire motherfuckers, because you got to fucking support that drip. You feel, I ain't trying to give that much. You had to, 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 to group money up, nigga. You are fat Joe, nigga. You're a millionaire. You couldn't have just pulled up a million dollars. That's your, that's your hood. That's your borough. That's what I'm saying. Fuck these niggas. If people could detox from these individuals, your life would be better. Fuck them, man. And I'm not disrespecting them as artists. I know they're all fuckers. Now, is that about hating? It's about finding your lane. Kim Kardashian proved that you don't even have to have talent to be lit. Kim Kardashian got a bigger following than fucking Beyonce, according to, I mean, when it comes to Instagram. And that's not fake. Technically, Kim Kardashian was like, bitch, I got more followers than you, Beyonce. And Beyonce can't say shit. She can fucking do all that dancing. Kim Kardashian, bitch, I don't do none of that shit. 280 million fucking followers. 280 million. To have a million subscribers or followers is big. 280 million, you never made a record. You barely could fucking act. You never won an Oscar. Come on, man. Hip-hop fell off a long time ago. Rappers getting killed over the police. They look like up in the Bronx fire situation. We had communities, all racial backgrounds helping. Let me tell you something. There's another thing that happened in the Bronx, man. Bronx is all fucked up. Bronx is going through too much because at the end of the day, niggas exposed a lot of these niggas that should be doing more. Y'all think giving a fucking free turkey giveaways and some toy to- toys for tots in December, that's whack. Niggas need bigger things. Niggas need y'all to be involved. We don't need y'all coming through the hood buying cookies or... You taking a picture in front of a street sign or you coming up there supporting some Jamaican panties in the store. That's not support. That's groupie shit. Why are, you, why, why, do we, why are we supporting you? What are we getting out of the deal? I wanted Jay-Z or one of these niggas to do a concert. It would cost a fortune. How are you from my hood, my city, nigga, and you charging me fucking nearly $5 million to do a concert? That's crazy. It's because of y'all. Y'all fucked that up. We got to stop. Give these niggas two. Envy Lindo says, facts, take off people off the pedestal. They're human just like us. Yes, they are. This is lighting. If I turn out the lights right now, I'm a regular. I don't got no makeup on, but it's all, it's all, I'm, I'm here real time. You tell me to put up three fingers, I put up three fingers. I'm talking to Envy Lindo live and direct. Once the video goes to, to post, then it'll be a tape. But what are we doing, man? These men can't even raise themselves. So how are they going to raise your kids? How are they going to teach you how to be a man? You want to be like all these entertainers one way or another because these niggas got blue fur coats on? Fuck that, nigga. That shit is corny. Go get you five pajamas the same color and take a picture and call it a day. Somebody going to be like, yo, your shit is lit. It's all impressionable. It's all a scam. And it's working. If Kim Kardashian asked every subscriber that follows her on Instagram for a dollar. That's 280 million fucking dollars. And she'll get at least 200 of it. 
If Kim Kardashian gets online and says, I want everybody to send me a dollar, everybody going to send her a fuck. Oh, it's only a dollar. And she'll get it because she's that powerful. One of my mans is talking to me today about eating out. Yeah, you know, um, woman with the whole, you know, I think I may have to change that to a different topic though, a different video, but you know, fuck that man. Fuck all that eating out shit. Fuck it. As soon as there's a lockdown, they lock the restaurants down. Restaurants struggling throughout the world. Yes, it is, nigga, because they're fucking, they're pointless. What is the point of a restaurant and niggas are fucking you in the ass? There's niggas out here that got extra charges because of COVID charge. Is that That's a kick in the ass. You know how you kick a damn fucking restaurant in the ass, nigga? Go to the store and buy your food. I don't care if it's pre-cooked. Buy that motherfucker. Eat something out of there. They don't judge you that bad. You go to the register, they don't have to charge you no tip. You pay your taxes, you're out of there. Get out of there. This ain't the time for that. Oh, but I don't want no, no, no woman should go to no man's house on the first date. He should if she'd been talking to this motherfucker for three years on the phone. If you got to know him enough to sit down and have dinner, you should know him enough to go to his house. A nigga still could kill you at a fucking restaurant. Don't get that fucked up. It's bad. Nick, you are big influence in your videos. Teach me a lot. I appreciate that. And I'm glad that you're learning that because it's simple logic here. Simple logic. Fuck all these celebrities. Fuck all these expensive clothes. Fuck all these going out to lavish places. Keep all that bullshit for... Watch a movie, nigga. Go watch Lifetime. Watch somebody fucking do a movie. At least they're giving you something. They're giving you a movie. A movie is entertainment by law. You fucking subscribe to the channel. You subscribe to cable, whatever your whether it's um, you know, Lifetime or whatever or HBO. But you get what you pay for. You get your supreme movies. You get your supreme whatever, whatever. That's enough. Fuck a celebrity. Fuck a celebrity confirming that your car is hot, that where you live is hot or whatever. Fuck what they think. Fuck them. A lot of these niggas haven't grown up. They, especially black rappers, they don't grow up. They, 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 they promote not growing up. Black fatherless rappers promote not growing up. Niggas are telling you how to be a man, but meanwhile, you making a video about inspiration, but you on Clubhouse on my man motherfucking uh, Bullets Gotti arguing with motherfuckers. Like, what, what are you doing? Make up your mind. You're going to be a motivational speaker or a fucking gangster. It's crazy. Fuck them. Leave these niggas alone. Let them lay where, stay where they lay, lay where they stay. It don't matter. Yeah, 280 million people is the size of a large country. Not a mini country. A lo- 280 million Beyonce has 230 or 40 million, 280. That's insane. That bitch is powerful. What is she known for? Think about it. What is, you know what she is? An influencer, yo. That's her. What is Kim Kardashian's um, um, occupation? Please somebody tell me. Jane Bowler said, I don't understand why niggas don't get you real talk makes me realize today's society, I've been following you for a minute. All facts. Good looking, big bro. I appreciate you. Salute to you, man. I appreciate that. See, you see what it is with a lot of niggas with me? Niggas that got something against me, they're going to be like, oh, he know, he think he know it all. I'm like, huh? 
I don't want to be around a nigga that think I know it all. If you think I know it all, that's competitive. I can't fuck with you. That's like a nigga telling you, I fucks with you, but I don't agree with nothing you say. It's like, okay. Um, <laughs> like, why don't we go with the fact that you don't agree with nothing I say? So, you know what I mean? What you want me to do for you? Can I, you want me to make something that you agree with? Is there anything that you want me to change? Yeah, I just didn't appreciate what you said. Now, nah, we ain't not doing all that, nigga. Listen, just there's the fucking door. Unsubscribe. You know what I mean? We ain't doing all that. But, I, but I'm aware that I knew that when I changed this shit to the billionaire mindset, I was going to lose friends in real life. Real friends. I'm talking about subscribers, but some subscribers too. But I knew I was gonna lose real friends because niggas don't get the niggas don't get that. Yo, you got to do what works for you. I'm gonna speak my mind. If you don't want to speak your mind, then go ahead. But you're not gonna be coming to me gossiping about the next man. And when I fucking got an opinion, I'm wrong. I can't be. I, 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 let me be honest with y'all. Subscribers don't do damage to me. I can have 10 trolls going on the show. I know y'all be like, damn, nigga. And y'all be like, yo, nigga, you be getting the trolls. Trolls ain't the issue, nigga. It's my friends and family in the background. These niggas are worse. In the last six months, I had more friends. Not family. I'm going to take family out that one. But I had more friends give me a real taste that, yo, no matter what you do, man, your friends sometimes, man, will fuck your whole shit up. They're terrible. Friends. I had friends that really came in on this journey and it fucked it fucked our friendships up on the strength of me doing what I'm doing. I, the sac- what I'm saying to you is I have to sacrifice because I'm losing friends from this shit. I'm losing friends for speaking my mind and then a nigga be like, well, you had to be talking about me because you said something about some some racist uh, real estate dude. I'm like, nigga, I, didn't even, I wasn't even talking about you. Yeah, but you gave the guy a fake name, so you had to be talking. I've had situations where niggas had a girl or two listening to one of my live podcasts with y'all and literally went back home and talked dirt about a nigga. You understand where I'm coming from? So, they make it worse. Even me, even in my position, I know that, yo, you, you, that's, that, that's part of the territory. I was warned that. You know what I mean? My parents, my moms especially, they taught me as you grow, that's what's going to happen. And you got to learn how to deal with that. Be aware. To deal with it is to know that it's going to happen. If you ain't getting that, then you ain't doing shit. It's a fact. Why would a nigga want to go against that when they tell me? I had my man the other day tell me, this nigga Fab is playing himself, such and such and such. But yeah, because I follow him. I'm like, so how is he playing himself? You following this nigga? You following him, fam? Like the end. How you, how you going to tell me the nigga playing himself and you support him? To follow a nigga that you don't like, you're supporting him. That means you're all that reputation. If you, if you, if you support a Ku Klux Klan member or a nigga... Or let's say a nigga that fucked little girls or little boys and you know he did that and he was convicted for it or he admitted it or whatever and you support the nigga, you are supporting a pedophile, nigga. So you're a pedophile by default. We don't think that. Well, you know what a person... No, nigga, if you support a nigga and you know what a nigga's about, you're aware it is on public record and you still support the nigga even knowing that you are no fucking good. The end. Shout out to Jarvis. Jarvis said, yep, yep, look at Wayne, Nate. Multiple babies, mothers, multiple kids. Look what happened with DMX. Yeah, that shit is cool because these niggas, even Nick Cannon, them niggas is bozos. 
Nick Cannon's a fucking bird. Wayne is a bird. Show me any... Listen, what I'm trying to ask y'all, everybody I'm naming, everybody I'm naming, all these fatherless niggas, am I wrong? I don't see none of these niggas around their dad. I see Michael Jordan with his father before his father was murdered. I seen niggas, I seen Shaq around his dad. Who's a, who, whose father influenced you? A father's influence is a whole different level. Somebody please tell me, who was influenced? Have you been influenced by your dad? Because that's a different type of person. If you've been influenced positively, positively by your father, meaning you learned and listened to his teachings, you are not going to be like none of these niggas I'm talking about. None of them. Jim Jones' mother kissed him in the mouth and taught him how to tongue kiss, my nigga. Think about how sad that is. Fuck the joke in there and the funniness. That's sad. Your father wasn't even in existence to the point where your 17-year-old mother had to teach you, or whoever know how old he was, two, three years old, had to tongue kiss you, and then you come back and lie about it. You had to because that's that's what you would do. That's a nigga that was raised from his mama. That's some pussy shit. If you've been raised by your mother, be careful of the things that I can see. We not, I mean, if your mother raised you and your father wasn't there, well, kudos to your mother. She's a brilliant, incredible woman. But do understand, the downfall of that is you had to have some mental, some physical male teachers in your life. I don't care if it was your teacher, your pastor, your uncle. All of these people, if your father wasn't there, your father wasn't there. Give me somebody. Show me a nigga other than fucking Jay-Z or Nas or any of these bozo niggas that you look at. Fuck Lil Wayne. Fuck Nick Cannon. Fuck Steve Harvey. All them niggas is clowns. All of them niggas. Shout out to Pamela. What up, Pamela? What up, baby? What up? Come on, Pam. Where you been? Facts, people want to club and parties, jock up the prices, it's over. That shit is a wrap. Parties are played out, man, it's over. Why would you go to a party for when everybody's wearing $3,500 sneakers? Shirts has got holes in it, their shits is worth like $2,000. Why, why, who parties anymore? We missed it, it's over. The last of good parties, I'm going to be nice to say, 2010. If you're a party on after that, you're holding on to the past. That's all. But it's over. You could take you could take a picture at your COVID party. I'm gonna see one of them motherfucking uh waiters or waitresses or somebody in that in that place, and I'm gonna know the time. See, and this is the difference with now. I could show you pictures, there's not gonna be nobody in there with a face mask unless we was at a fucking masquerade party. Those parties could be from before I got here to when I was here. Any picture and I see somebody in the background with a fucking face smash, you're a dub. It's over. It's over. That shit's not even impressive. It's lonely. I see motherfuckers that go out. I'm like, yeah, so what? You know what I'm saying? I ain't missing shit, nigga. It's a fucking pandemic. You look stupid. I'm not missing shit. Social media may tell you that they missing something because you living in a fucking denial. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy to me because in most cases, like I said, if I see anybody in that picture and I look at the timestamp to say, I'm able to look at a timestamp just from identifying a worker in that club that had a mask on, 
your fucking video is down the drain. If you go on vacation, nigga, I see one person on that fucking beach with a face mask. I'm not impressed. Them day, th- those days mad at pre-COVID. It don't mean shit anymore. Because you're going to come right back to a pandemic. You're going to leave the club and come into a pandemic. You're going to go into a store. They're going to remind you. You're going to get on that plane. They're going to make you put on that face mask. That shit means nothing. I don't give a fuck if a bitch is naked on a beach in a pandemic. I'm not impressed. You know what's impressive, nigga? Getting a motherfucker anywhere else. You in the store. Cutie just came to the store to buy something this Sunday. It's Martin Luther King Day. She came out. You got, you copped the number. Y'all fucked around. You fucked the shit out of her tonight, tomorrow, next week. That's impressive. I'm not impressed by your vacation pictures unless it's fucking old. Pre-COVID, yeah, I'm impressed. Pre-2010, even more impressed. Early 2000, late 90s, mid-90s, 90s, 80s, 70s. That's all impressive. As the years went on, I'm not impressed. You can't impress me with that. You can't impress me that you're buying a house in California. Fuck New York. They're not, they, they, they nasty out here. They treat people mean. It's not impressive. We're in a pandemic. Nothing is impressive other than you being, other than you surviving. You're depressed and you're trying to hide it like all of us. So that's not impressive to me. They say it all. I got to do it for this. I got to get away. It's stress. Yeah. It's stress when you get on a plane and you got everybody got a mask on. Whether you took the shot or not, you got to wear the mask by federal fucking law if they or they won't move the fucking plane. That's depressing. I love the part where I was able to dribble on a fucking nigga next to me. Now, sitting next to him on fucking the plane, you can fuck around and get sick. That's not dope. Not impressed. I'm not impressed at all. If a woman, if I meet a woman now and I was a single man and she's like, yeah, I travel. I'm like, huh? Why? fuck is you doing that for? Well, I I, I ride planes or I, I'm a pilot. Okay, that's different. I'm not impressed. You, you, I'm not impressed with a travel right now because in the, at the end of the day, it's the time we living in. Give me something different. That's like a person that tells you, I'm on social media, but I don't post. So why are you on social media? You understand what I'm saying? Like, try to make sense out of not making sense. That's I'm not impressed by that. I'm not impressed. Oh, she said she got away. Oh, good, good, good. Be careful out there. Yeah, that's that's this this shit is corny. It's not it's not happening, man. Average motherfucking man is struggling that he can't even get a woman. To get pussies hard. To fuck a woman and and have sex unless you paying is not easy for the common person. It's not easy for a woman to have a boyfriend. Average woman I meet now, uh, I prefer being single. It's just better this way. It's no stress. No, you don't. No, you don't. Nobody's happily single like that, especially a woman. So why would you try to lie to me? Lie to yourself to try to convince me. You know what I mean? That's not, that's, you're showing a weakness there. Because I know at the end of the day, you're probably one of the people to scroll, look through social media all day and look at everybody else. What are you doing? It's over. Fancy dinners, taking women out, and then you got to, you, you, then you got to walk through here. You can't walk into the liquor store because they told you got to put your mask on. You got What's the point? There will always be more Simpson tricks than players. That's a fact, though. That's actually true. I had to read it again. My bad. Oh, no doubt, baby. Hit me up tomorrow. All right, cool. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? It's it's just crazy. So
what I've learned is, like I was speaking to a family member yesterday. She was trying to get me into a lot of little relationship conversations. I'm like, Yo, I don't do that anymore. We, I don't, I don't do the conversation with the relationship thing. It doesn't go anywhere with, with male and female. I'd rather talk to 10. Let me tell you the difference. Let me tell you how fucked up this world is. Listen to this, right? This is the bullshit that I explained yesterday to my sister. I could talk to 50 men that are strangers. And I could be in a room like, yeah, you. I could have 50 men on one side and 100 women on the other. 50 men. And I could say in a room with 150 people, 100 women, 50 men to the left. Yo, um, oh shit. Average, average man cheat. Just giving a hypothetical thing. Let's say I say all guys cheat. One way or another, all you motherfuckers cheat, and you're not gonna tell me I'm lying. There's not one fucking man in that group that's gonna deny that. You know how many women? are going to say, well, Nate, that's your opinion. You've been hurt. That's just you. You you can't generalize. They will fight me over the men. The men are here. They could defend themselves. They could open their mouth. They, maybe one motherfucker may pop up. Well, I don't cheat. I'm like, well, nigga, listen, did you look at some pussy today? Have you looked at porn in the way? Have you looked at a woman with a fat ass, nigga? Yeah, I did. I did. You still fucking desired another woman. And he'll shut the fuck right up. The woman will defend that to the end. I do not do female advice like that any fucking more. It causes problems and I don't want to lose friends and family. So I, I would appreciate if, to not. Unless you come to me as a woman and say, I'm going to ask you these questions without judgment, which is impossible. You're going to judge me. Because I just give you an example. Men won't even go against me. A woman would. A woman would go against me for some shit I said about us men before a man would. Ain't that a bitch? Oh, she's on a plane now. Be careful, girl. Shout out to Miss WISM. Salute Billionaire Miles in chat. Gotti sent me. Oh, salute to you, missus. I appreciate that. Salute to my man Gotti, man. Gotti, Gotti, Gotti is my guy. He's one of my fellow New York dudes that I admire for him. You know what I'm saying? I want to get him a clip on this show where he could do his little thing over here. I actually got to talk to him about that, where he could kind of do his thing on a Friday night. Um, He's the type of speaker I'd rather speak when I sit back. I'd rather let that nigga just take the whole shit over. But, um, yeah, it, it it's just showing you where we are. It's... You know, we 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 gotta change. We, we're living in so much depression. One of my homegirls now, she's about to move. I told you about that. She's about to move to Vegas, and she's moving out there, um, probably next month, something like that. But even her, you know, what I'm saying, even her, like she's like, yeah, because you know, I could get a house out. She's moving out there because she wants to be happy. People are not happy. So you, what I'm saying, you can have all these influences and it just actually makes you worse of a person. That shit could depress you. How many of y'all wake up on your phone and the first thing y'all do is look to your phone? We all do it. How many times you look through the phone and it motivated you to do, to do better? I mean, motivated you like, put you in a good mood because you just you just seen you just seen Jim Jones' new Ferrari. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It just doesn't. That's why I made a joke on it. Like, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get motivated that way. The the motivation comes from within. 
it's your teachings. You know what I'm saying? If you've seen your favorite rapper humble themselves and start doing shit that adults should be doing, that's motivating. But when you've seen these niggas still doing the same shit because they show you they're getting money and you not, that's not motivating. It's just not. You know what I'm saying? And, and we, 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 have to, we have to do a better job at changing that because it matters too much. Watch who you following. If there's a whole bunch of blue checks and the people you following, you're doing something wrong. And if there's not no blue checks in there, why are you following this person? Why? If you meet a girl and you got to get her Instagram for what? You got her phone number. What, what, what do you need her Instagram for? For what reason? What sense does that make? We got to change. You know why? Because my dad raised me like that. Fuck a nigga. He, he never wanted me to be influenced for no fucking rapper, for no drug dealer, none of that shit. I was, as a kid, I was influenced by the cars and the lifestyle, but I was never influenced like, I'm going to go out here and move this key. It's not important to me. That's not my thing. Even if I was rich, you would never know it. I don't need, I don't need shit like that. Like I, I'm, I'm happy with, I'm content with what I have. I'm content with what I have. If these rappers started stop showing you all they bullshit and then saying they content with what they have. Well, nigga, not everybody got what you got. So stop showing that off. What's the point of showing a nigga that you putting you putting the keys into a $500,000 car? I don't niggas that ain't celebrities driving Lambo trucks. What's the point? What are we doing? We doing too much. We trying to be like them. And these niggas are not evolving. Rappers don't evolve. Niggas like J. Cole, I respect. You know why? Because he don't give a fuck. A nigga walk out the house with claws, fucking dreads down. That nigga's a multi-millionaire. You would never know it. He got more money than Fabulous. But if you looked at Fabulous's page, he gonna have more because he got the drip. That shit is all bullshit. It's just, again, look, Beyonce got less followers than fucking Kim Kardashian and all the work that Beyonce put in here. That's just showing you. It's a, it's a Rizzy. It's over. Fuck these niggas. Stop listening to their yo, because he said it. So what? And some of them motivational speakers, they full of shit too. A lot of them niggas is bullshitters. They just putting air in your fucking tire. That's all they doing. Air in your tire, nigga. I'm not here for the long haul. I'm just putting some air in here. That shit could be leaked out. Fuck them. Be influenced by your mother. Be influenced by your father. Be influenced by your uncle. Be influenced by your first grade teacher, your professor. Don't be influenced by your fucking damn therapist. How did you skip over that? Y'all niggas be, yo, my therapist helped me out. Well, how about your Aunt Margie? You know what I mean? How about your Aunt Lucy? How? Well, well she's gone. It's, she still could influence you, nigga. A nigga could still influence you that's no longer here. They spirit could influence you. Well, what about her? What's that, what's that actor um, that be riding the train and shit? This nigga's a multi-millionaire. Forgot his name. Nigga be on the subway. What are you doing? Your niggas are doing too much, man. We, we got, we, that's why we all fucked up. That's why we got all this depression in our fucking heads, man. King, what's his name? I forgot his name. It starts with a K. Nigga be on the subway and shit. Like, what? No bodyguards or nothing, nigga. Relationships become harder now. More people focus on money, money, 
Fuck money, nigga. Get, you listen, you concentrate on the little things, the big things always work itself out. You got to tell yourself, fuck anybody. Tell yourself, yo, man, I got a place to live. I got food in my refrigerator. My health is good. My kids is good. My parents are good. By God's grace, everybody is healthy. That's it. And even if you're struggling with health, you got them, you got teach, you got each other. That shit don't, you don't need all that other extra bullshit. Don't believe it. If I had 10 Ferraris, nigga, y'all would never know that. Y'all would never know that. I would never show a video with it, ever. I would never show a video in a world where the average person can't afford something. I wouldn't do that. I'm sharing this video because anybody can do this. Anybody can pretty much get, you know, a computer and, a, you know, and get on here and throw some lights on, whatever. I'm just speaking in terms of that, but I'm not, I'm not a bragger. J. Cole rides his bike through New York City. Yes, without a fucking, with a face mask probably, but without a, without a helmet. That's the true free world. Yeah, Kanar Reeves. Thank you, Ricky Webster. Kanar Reeves be on the subway. This nigga be on the New York City subway, not even sitting down. Nigga be holding the damn fucking bar. What are we doing? That's why black folks is in pain so much. All we do is entertain bullshit. Like, what are we doing? What are you doing with your life? Somebody could inspire you to do better. But if you ain't doing better, then they didn't inspire you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it sounds good to say, well, this person inspired me. Well, where did you go? If you could tell me that you got a big Tesla company and Jay-Z inspired you, then Jay-Z's a bad motherfucker. But if you're going to use the excuse that somebody inspired you to do videos on YouTube and you ain't doing no good videos on YouTube, then fuck the inspiration. The inspiration went south. The inspiration didn't do shit. It, it didn't do nothing for you. If you listen to all these different motivational speeches every day and you know they sound good, but they ain't doing shit in your life, then what's the point of listening to these niggas? Read a book. Read a Bible every day. Repeat. Re, at least you could read the scripture over and over to remind yourself. But once you put that book down, most cases, it's over. So it's the same thing with the phone. Somebody could say, send you all that shit all day. I got to do that sends me at least 10, 15 memes a day. That nigga call me right now. He going to throw all that shit down the drain because he going to gossip about everybody in the fucking neighborhood. It's terrible. It's over. The card game is fucked up. Why? Because y'all all buying that shit. They know oh, well, you you can't go into a Nissan dealership right now and save money. Everything's expensive. Cause of y'all, y'all fucked up. It, consumers have power. Y'all follow these niggas, y'all make these niggas multi-billionaires. Fuck them. Stop going to these restaurants. Stop buying these expensive car leases. You see, they'll bring the fucking prices down then. They'll tell you their third quarter was fucking terrible listening to that nigga Nate. They would have to get rid of my ass. Get rid of that nigga. That motherfucker's powerful. He told everybody to stop spending money. Remember that thing they, they was doing with black people? If black people could stop spending money for one day, how much money they how much money they could they could really fuck up society with some crazy shit? Y'all stop doing that. Y'all stop. Because y'all go hard on everything. Cause yo, life is life. You only live once. Get the, come on, like, listen. I, one of my homegirls sent me a vacation thing the other day. I think I'm done. I'm not commenting on no more vacations no more. I'm not. I'm not interested. I'm more happy with a woman sending me a naked fucking picture of herself on her goddamn couch. I could care less of what country you in. I don't care. I don't care. 
It's not the time for that. This is not the time. You, you, you're trying to live like this is the 80s. You're trying to relive the 2000s, early 2000s. It's over. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Consumers fuck everything up. This this whole situation, you know, they told y'all, oh, well, there's a, a, a chip shortage. You should have said, okay, fuck it, nigga. There's a, there's a money shortage because now we ain't buying no fucking cars. You want to say there's a chip shortage? We not buying shit. Fuck them. I bet you they would have fucking regrouped that trip shortage. It would have fucking rebirthed. Y'all started buying more cars. So you build the demand up. So now niggas can raise prices, take three months to build the car. Now all these automakers, they're not sending 400 cars, I mean 4,000 cars into dealerships no more. They want you to build it. Put the order in, put your deposit, and we'll give you the car in three months. Fuck you. The experience is fucked up. Don't buy no car unless you really, really got to. There are no 31 chapters in Proverbs. Read the chapter. This corresponds with the day of the month for, oh, wow. There are 31 chapters in Proverbs. Read the chapter that corresponds with that day of the month for 12 months. I guarantee your life will change. I, I love Proverbs. Um, Hold on. Shout out to Frozen 06. I'm really going to. I'm going to read that later. Hold on. Proverbs. Which one you said? 31, right? Yep. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Do not spend your strength on women. Your vigor on those you ruin kings. Lest they, lest they drink and forget about the Lord decrease. They deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Speak up. And judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. Oh. 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 Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's just giving you a very small example of how important it is to read that every day just just that it's a lot though like he said it's a lot so i gotta read that later that's a lot i remember my pastor told me to read this and i i, I kept it in the phone so watch this let me see if it comes up i'm gonna tell you the year that he, he did this because i god bless his soul um Okay, he told me, I don't know, hold on, this is recent, Psalms 19, 27, 51. Well, whatever it is, I remember he said to me, it was Psalms, damn, I don't remember the one. I can't find it. Anyway, he said it'll change your life forever in regards to women. I got to look in my old notes for that because that really went back a long time ago. And I don't think I have that anymore. 2015. Um, yeah, so again, the verse, hold on. <laughs> this shit is deep. I'm so tight right now because I know he gave it to me and I can't find it. But I had the book at home. I have the actual book just for that, that whole thing. He told me, read Psalms and it would change your life forever. 
in regards to a woman. I remember he said that. Um, let me let me read that again for you. So it says, Proverbs 31, do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings, lest they drink and forget what the Lord decrees and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. None of these rap niggas do that. None of them. None of these motherfuckers are terrible. 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 We put these niggas on pedestals. They don't do shit for us, man. We still out here struggling. Still don't know what we want to do. Still trying to be the best that we can be. What what, what are they teaching us? Nothing. Um, don't spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. So let me go. Let be who are those are perishing wine for those who are in anguish. Let beer be those who are perishing wine for those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. <laughs> speak up for those who can't speak for themselves, for the rights of who are the destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend rights of the poor and the needy. Right, I said that, right? Wife of a noble character who can find she is worth more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while instilling the night and she, pro she provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. Mm. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grabs the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household. For all of them that clothed in scarlet, she makes her coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes some, She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks the wisdom and Faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive. Beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is praised and to be praised. Honor her for that her hands have done and let her bring her praise at the city gate. Chapter 18th. Right? Chapter 18th. He said, so the 18th is tomorrow. So he says to read. Chapter 18. Now, these are the things I don't want to hear all that. I want to hear Jay-Z. I want to hear what Cameron's doing today. 
<laughs> so, so some people may start unfollowing me now because I'm talking when I'm talking righteous, but then there's individuals that will respect and will do what we got to do. Right. So, uh, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, and who I will trust. My shield and my horn of salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from the enemies. The pangs of death surrounded me and the floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. Sure, amen. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. Yes, and I did that. And I cried out to God and I did that too. He heard my voice from his temple and my cry before him and even to his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. He bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. And he rode upon his cherub and flew. He flew up the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. He made darkness his secret place. Wow. His canopy around him was dark waters and thick clouds of the skies, like, like it was today. From the brightness before him, his thick clouds passed the hailstones and coals of the fire. The Lord thundered from heaven and the Most High uttered his voice. Hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered the foe lightnings in abundance and he vanquished them. Then the channels of the sea were seen. The foundations of the world were uncovered at you. Rebuke your Lord at the blast of the breast of your nostrils. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy. Yes, he did. For those who hated me, for those who were too strong, they confronted me on the day of the calamity. Calamity, but the Lord was my support. He also brought me into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanliness of my hands, he has recomposed me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and I have wickedly departed from my God. I have not wickedly departed wickedly departed from my God for all his judgments were before me and I did not put away his statutes from me. He is also blameless before him and I kept myself from iniquity. Therefore the Lord has recomposed me to according to my righteousness, according to the cleanliness of my hands, his sight with his merciful will show you with the blameless man. He will show you yourself with the, with the pure. He will show you yourself. Let me say that again. With the merciful, he will show you yourself. With the blameless man, he will show you yourself. With the pure, he will show you yourself pure. And the devious, he will show you yourself shrewd. For you will save the humble people, but will bring down naughty, haughty looks. For you, my light, my lamp, the Lord will God will enlighten my darkness. For you, I can run against the troop of my God. I can leap over a wall. As for God, he is way perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trusted him for who God is except the Lord and who is a rock except for God. It is God who arms me with strength. He makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of deer and sets my high prices my high places. He teaches my hands to make war so that my arms could bend a bow of bronze. 
He also has given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand has hand has helped me up. Your gentleness has made me great. You enlarged my path under me so my feet did not slip. I have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn back again till they were destroyed. I have wounded them so that they could not rise. They have fallen under my feet. For you have armed me with the strength for the battle. You have subdued under me for those who rose up against me. You have also given me the necks of enemies so that I destroyed those who hated me. They cried out. There was none to save. Even to the Lord, he did not answer them. Then I beat them as fine as dust before the wind. Cast them out like dirt in the streets. You have delivered me from the strivings of people. You have made me the head of nations. A people I have not known shall serve me. As soon as I hear me, they obey me. The foreigners submit to me. The foreigners fade away. As I come frightened from the hideouts, the Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. Let the God of salvation be exalted. It is God who avenges me and subdues the people under me, and he delivers from my enemies. He delivers from my enemies. Wow. You also lift me up and those who can rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent men. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles and sing praise in your name. Great deliverance he gives to his king and shows mercy to his anointed, to David and his descendants and furthermore. Look how many people stopped watching. Look how quick the numbers went down. Well, not a lot, but. Because <laughs> it's the truth. And even if you didn't agree with it, then what's your rebuttal? Man, you know, they put all this effort and put all this strength into man, all this, all this loyalty into man. That's crazy. That's crazy. That alone, y'all, y'all going to therapy? Y'all might as well just read scriptures. Read scriptures. What's the point? I'm not a therapist. I'm not a therapist. But I could tell you something. We have a we have a big problem. We have a big problem. That's why we're suffering. That's why we're suffering the way we do. It's terrible. And I'm I'm so glad you shared that with me, bro. But I know for one thing, I'm not living in fear. People right now, they they rather hear me curse and they'll watch a video than when I start talking the word. They rather hear me curse and go off of somebody before I talk anything that have to do with religion. Good health, staying positive. Niggas want drama. What was what color was Jim Joe's underwear today? That's what niggas want to fucking in. That's what niggas want to hear. Jim Joe's had pink underwear. Him and Cameron had a thong on. That goes viral. Stop entertaining these entertainers, man. Stop entertaining these entertainers. They're entertainers. Let them entertain. Are you entertained? Stop entertaining these entertainers. They're fucking losers, man. Fuck them. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so pushed by what I just read. I think I'm going to end this video. I'm in a good space right now. I'm going to let this just simmer in. Shout out to Frozen 06. I'm going to let this one... I'm gonna let this one just 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 get into the mind. 
And I know how the world is. Well, you know, the Bible's this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm going to do what works for me right now. That's my turn. Let me do what works for me. <laughs> let me let this all just simmer in right now, all right? 